it's been a while since I've been absolutely blown away by a book, but this one did it. This is The Last Coffee House. We're talking about The Painted Bird by Jersey Kaczynski. It's on the Jordan Peterson reading list, and it is not a cheery work. It is not. If you need a pickup, if you need to get a chuckle and feel good about the human race, then maybe turn to a P.G. Wodehouse or a Harry Potter. They're going to do a little bit better job of that, but this one is something very significant and not something that I'm going to be able to forget no matter how hard I might try. This was published in 1965. It's about a young Jewish or gypsy boy. It's not really specified. Wandering in Eastern Europe, like a random unnamed area in Eastern Europe during World War II. The Boys Alone. It was originally written in English, which is not the writer Kaczynski's native tongue. I'm, I'm sound like such a downer right now. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, it blew me away. As a piece of literary history, it was amazing. And I'm so happy it exists, but I'm still digesting it. I just finished it this morning, so I'm still digesting it, trying to figure out all the things that actually happened and what I actually think about it. So this may be a little premature. I'm, go I'm gonna have to read it a couple more times before I really settle in on how I feel about it. But right now, for sure, I'm so happy it exists. And I'm completely blown away by so much of what it is. I love the setup. I love the the young boy alone during World War II wandering having to experience humanity in its most in its most visceral it's kind of a, a microcosm of what the world had to do unexpectedly <laughs> and it turns out oddly enough that a movie of this book I had no idea but a movie of this book came out in 2019 it just came out I picked this book at random on the Jordan Peterson reading list you know I shift between all those different reading lists and I just happened to grab this one and the content as I said it's a boy who wanders around an unspecified Eastern European country. Now, there is some conflicting reporting about whether this is autobiographical or not. Apparently, initially, it was kind of vaguely sold as autobiographical, then quickly sold as it's not autobiographical. There are obvious things that are clearly not, and there's, um, I guess, I can't remember when Gabriel Garcia Marquez was doing his stuff, but <laughs> it's got some surrealism in there. It's got some magical stuff going on. I think those are mostly in terms of like dreams and visions or things like that as opposed to this is what's actually happening like you would see in magical realism it's still very tethered to the reality uh, the sick reality of what's going on but the boy's wandering around so he has to evade germans and he has to evade almost mo more importantly he has to evade his fellow countrymen you know peasants around eastern europe and he ends up some of them will protect him and then turn out to be horrible and some of them are just absolutely horrible and some are good and just try to protect him. It has the most extreme depictions of violence and graphical sexual violence that I have seen, that I know about. It has some unforgettable scenes and situations that they're just so clear, and it's sad that they're clear, that they just keep replaying in my head. It weaves in this animal-related mythology that is fantastic, that I just, I really enjoyed it every time there would be ideas around this idea, because it's, it's like dragging us back to the state of nature, you know, notwithstanding all of our advancements and our civilization, it feels like it's a beautiful thematic through line to make sure that we understand that we're still part of this state of nature. And there's beauty and there's savagery in the animal related mythology that kind of undergirds the whole idea. So I really like that. And the idea of the, the painted bird. So where the book gets its title is this bird that was caught by this bird catcher and the bird catcher paints it a whole bunch of 
of different colors and then sends it back out into the world to go find its kin. But then when it finds its kin, they don't recognize it and they attack it and knock it out of the air. So that's that's the idea. Such a beautiful metaphor. We'll get into that. But there are a bunch of things that are going on. Like I said, lots of violence, lots of sexual violence. It gets worse and worse than you think it could get. And it's just shocking. But he gets captured at different times and escapes some things and has to suffer all these horrible, not just indignities, but, but much worse than just indignities. And has to see these things. He's an altar boy at one point, which could have some kind of commentary on religion or the inefficacy of religion in the face of this kind of savagery. There are a lot of things that are going on. <laughs> a lot of things. Okay, just to... So I'm not going to give away too much of the actual structured plot or anything like that. It When Kaczynski was writing, he said he thought of a boy being alone just as kind of the locus of vulnerability and innocence. And he liked the idea of that being juxtaposed with the most cruel savagery that, you know, we've seen in history. I mean, arguably. It was just the kind of horrible thing that can be better effectuated because we had larger populations and better technology to be able to do that in the middle 20th century. But it certainly wasn't a bed of roses all the way through, you know, Genghis Khan and Roman Empire and all that. So he liked that juxtaposition. So it seemed to suggest that this was something that he came up with to express the reality, the truth of the things that happened during that war, rather than it being directly autobiographical. But he did maintain a letter from his mother who still lived in his hometown of Poland, which a lot of people believed was a lot of the setting of this. And the letter mentioned that he had been separated from his family during World War II. So we don't know how much is actually autobiographical or could be. So the significance of the bird to me, and I'll have to read this again, uh, like I said, the significance of the bird to me is the, the clear, obvious metaphor, but it's it's that once you're painted with all the horrible, you know, lashed almost, with all the horrible things that happen to you in this kind of a situation when you're separated from your family or separated from humanity in general, and then you return to it, like you find your parents at the end of this kind of a thing, then do you still have that recognizable blight on your person because these are things that happen to you and you can't do anything about it? And so now when you return to your family or return to your community or humanity in general, you still have that indelible stamp and you can't shake it and they can recognize it so they have to attack you and get you out like some kind of assist or something on, on humanity. And it's a terrifying thing. I mean, psychologically, obviously, it has some serious significance. Psychologically, we are affected by horrible things that happen to us and that's the fear is that it's something that you can't overcome, that you can't get rid of now. You know, it could have been very clear about this is where we are, these are the people and the kinds of things that happened. There was a huge backlash to the publication of this book, especially in Poland, his hometown, uh, you know, like his hometown, wherever his hometown is in Poland. The book was generally not allowed in many places. <laughs> his mother was apparently harassed after the publication of the book. It was this kind of mid 20th century cancel culture <laughs> that of course is coming back now. <laughs> so odd. And the major problem that people had with it was it depicted Polish people, Polish peasants as monsters, apparently. Uh, most of the people who had serious problems with it just heard about it. They didn't actually read it, which is what usually happens. And that's one thing. I don't know how to take much of the sex and violence 
As I was reading it, I kept going back and forth between what is going on here? Is this really necessary? And by the end, I think I felt like it was just, it was necessary and it really contributed to the feeling of this was a, a put together catalog of the kinds of horrible things that actually happened that we like to pretend didn't. And it was important to really put these things across so we're not just pretending otherwise. You know, there's something, it seemed important about that. It's obviously allegorical to some degree, the way it happens and all the animal mythology that's built in but like i said i really like the thematic through line and i'm gonna have to read it again it's got some of the most beautiful prose that i've read it was really gorgeous even just the creative characterizations of way the way different things happen like i definitely shy away <laughs> and i cringe a little bit whenever there's some kind of graphic depiction of something related to sex or something like that unless it's in hustler <laughs> <laughs> but once it's all put together, I definitely feel like it was just, it was the literary art, the form, just put together in such a unique way. It was something that really blew me away. So I'll, I'll need to read it more, like I said, but otherwise, I don't know if I, I want to recommend it to people <laughs> unless you have some serious constitution that you could suffer those kinds of things and be okay with it. But if you have a serious literary interest, you know, in what literature has done and what it can do, then this is something that, I mean, really encapsulates this era in such a way that is so interesting and it's absolutely a work of art so i i don't know what to tell you <laughs> anyway that was the last coffee house oh my gosh i feel like i was in a trance just trying to get through talking about this book i really appreciate it if you're interested in literature i have a book on amazon it would be extremely helpful anybody who wants to read it or is interested in funny snide remarks about people who are trying their hand at the whole novel writing game then you can go on amazon it's called john shade reads aspiring authors volume one i'm finishing up volume two volume one's already on there it's just in digital book right now uh you know i'm seeing how this goes and but i love talking about this stuff <laughs> i love books in general we'll keep it going this was the jordan peterson reading list the second one we've done off that the painted bird by jersey kaczynski next up we're gonna have something lighter i'm gonna make sure that it's light and easy to digest uh so we don't just feel depressed all the time but i've got some sunshine it was a little dour looking now that i'm <laughs> wrapping this up i've got some sunshine going so that's positive uh, otherwise i hope all is well i'll talk to you on the next one okay bye